When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hey, IDP Army. Ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, IDP Army? It is your man, Jordan Reigns. We are back again with another episode of the IDP Army podcast, where, of course, we're talking mostly IDP, all fantasy football. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Let's get to it, baby. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. What's up, y'all? Glad to be back again. Today, we are going to be talking about the Carolina Panthers, the fantasy preview for their season. It's not going to be super in-depth, but we're going to talk about offense, defense, the whole squad, and we're going to let you guys know what we think here at the IDP Army about those guys. Um, so, But before we get to that, I want to give a couple of shout-outs. First off, I want to shout out to Patreon. If you're over there, you already know what's up. Appreciate y'all. I want to shout out a couple of guys on Twitter, a couple of the homies, Dave Kluge and Luke Sawhook. We woke up this morning. Both my dudes got that blue check mark. That's a big deal. All right. And we're just fantasy content creators. But if you get that, that's good. So big props to those guys. That's that's good shit over there. Happy for them. Um, to the fucking moon. Fantasy football can't be stopped, baby. So love to see that um other big news or anything else i wanted to go over oh yeah shout out to the guys from the offensive points pod 
it's been really funny. It's been really good. They're offering interesting insights on players, getting some good golf tips over there. I'm not a big golfer. Well, I, I wish I was a bigger golfer, um, both playing DFS and golfing IRL. So, um, you know, as we get bigger, you know, and as I get more corporate, I get little goonies running around. Maybe I'll be a little doing a few more golf trips. All right. So if you all out there gooning it up, you want to join the squad, hit us up, DM me. Uh, speaking of which, follow us on Twitter at 50 Shades of Drunk, at the IDP Army. You guys will know what's up. So, all right, let's get to this team, Carolina Panthers. There's, honestly, it's 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 an interesting team. There's a lot to see here. and There's also like kind of not a lot to see here because I don't really think anybody sees this team really even fighting for a playoff spot. So while they do have a lot of fantasy-relevant pieces, it's not necessarily a team that is – looked at positively as in a general sense you know our quarterback is sam darnold after all um coming off last year 2020 they were five and 11 not great matt rules first year kind of a transition year um you know he brought in uh, robbie anderson uh last year who had a great season for them uh, like i said they brought in sam darnold this year they brought in hassan reddick they brought in jc horn uh through the draft that was their first round draft pick they got some corner help um, and then they lost Teddy Bridgewater. They lost Mike Davis, who filled in last year for Christian McCaffrey, who everyone who had Christian McCaffrey in the 101 knows all too well. And they let go of Curtis Samuel. Now he is on the Washington Redskins, which is a great fit for him. But Curtis Samuel has low-key just been a great flex play. He's been a consistent piece on this, uh, this Panthers team for a couple of years now. Um, so you hate to see him go. But those things happen. This team is obviously changing and evolving with the coaching staff, with the culture of the league. Um, and I mean, they, they did some really good things last year. I mean, you, you had some of these offensive pieces, you know, even though the team didn't do great. I mean, Mike Davis was more than playable. Robbie Anderson through the first couple of weeks of the season was literally a top five, top 10, top six wide receiver. I believe but after like the seventh or eighth week, he was still a top six wide receiver. He was putting up crazy good yards and he was getting touchdowns. Um, and that was with Teddy Bridgewater as his quarterback. And we all know DJ Moore is a stud. And like I, you know, I mentioned just a minute ago about Curtis Samuel. But let's go ahead and start with Sam Darnold. Honestly, this year for me, um, you know, usually talk about their underdog ADP. I didn't even look it up because you have to be insane pretty much to be drafting Sammy or Sam Darnold. Um, maybe if you're looking for a super cheap stack in a tournament play, just do like a, a, a contrarian build. Sure. But I don't think it's going to be something you're going to see a lot of. Um, fantasy or pros, his consensus rank right now kind of reflects that quarterback 25. That isn't even a starter in a 12 team, two quarterback league. And again, this is on a, a team that had a quarter, a coach, you know, that managed to produce uh, a lot of fantasy, uh, high end fantasy, not, I mean, not high end, but fantasy assets last year. Like, as I said, between Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel and Mike and Mike Davis. So there was fantasy action going on, but people just don't want Sam Darnold. Honestly, if you were going to get it on Sam Donald, this would be the time to do it because nobody wants him. Uh, people were trying to prop him up all last year. They kept saying they, they saw these flashes. Now they don't remember ever seeing these flashes. Everybody says, well, he's always been terrible. But I'm like, but for two years, you told me to wait and that there were good things coming. You know, now that he's out of a shit situation, he's got a couple of years under his belt and he's going to an offensive situation that seems like it actually knows what it's doing or is capable of scheming up, you know, yards for players, something Adam Gase claimed to be able to do. Now people don't want Sam Darnold. So this is a buy opportunity in Dynasty. This is a, you know, this is probably, he's probably going to end up being a guy that's like a streamer. Um, people, he'll probably, be a, he'll probably be a hot streaming item. You probably will pick him up two or three weeks into the season after he has a couple of big games. Uh, you know, and he, he's got upside. I just, I just want to say that, you know, IDP Army, we are 
typically, historically, anti-Sam Darnold. Um, I think that now is the time to consider Sam Darnold. So trying to be pragmatic, want you guys to know that, you know, keep an eye on him, but I'm not drafting him or anything crazy like that. Um, Streamer for redraft season, two QB leagues. I'm interested in him. I'm not going to overpay, but I think this is a, a perfect dipping opportunity to buy him. So Let's talk about the more interesting guys on this team or the more uh, fantasy relevant. And that's going to be the wide receivers. Uh, DJ Moore, you know, three years in the league now, uh, two back-to-back thousand-yard seasons. The interesting thing about DJ Moore, one of the things that I really like to see as a person who went out and acquired DJ Moore is two things. One is the hype around DJ Moore is less than it was. Um, two years ago, it was a lot of hype around him being a top, you know, top 10 dynasty wide receiver um you know having julio-esque type of upside and profile you know for all the college profile people and all that i mean there was a lot of hype around him now he's just kind of looked at as a as a as a high end he's looked at as a high end wide receiver too but even this year in fantasy pros right now he's ranked as a low end wide receiver too, coming in at wide receiver 19 right now. So there's a little bit of a disconnect there. And, and the, the thing that I really like to see uh, about DJ Moore this year in particular was his yards per reception number. It went up a lot, substantially. Matt Rule comes in, his yards per reception went up almost five yards. Y'all, that's that's crazy. Like really think about that. He went from a 13.5 yards of reception in 2019 and then in his rookie year it was 14.3. So that's, you know, an average of 14 yards per reception. He went up a full four yards, 18.1 this last year with Matt Rule and Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. I think it, I don't can't don't know if I can emphasize enough that DJ Moore gained five yards of reception as a guy who was already being touted as this otherworldly talent with Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. Now he's got Sam Darnold. I'm not saying he's necessarily an upgrade, but we know Sam Darnold's got a little more juice in his arm theoretically, than Teddy Bridgewater. Matt Rule, he's running a Corvette, okay? I think we're going to be running with a Corvette out there this year. Uh, so DJ Moore, go get him in Dynasty because right now the price is not what it should be. You know, if Sam Donald wasn't his quarterback, if they did take Justin Fields like a lot of people thought, DJ Moore would be a lot more expensive, but he's the same player. And if you think Dan Donald, Sam Donald's going to put them in bad situations, all the better, you know, more receptions for DJ Moore. Um. Other wide receiver on this team that's really fantasy relevant is going to be Robbie Anderson. Like I said, last year through the first couple of weeks of the season, he was the top six wide receiver. Uh, I traded for him week six or seven because I needed some wide receiver help. I remember doing that, and I remember when I did it. I paid a good price for him. I remember doing it and being like, I can't believe I'm trading, not, not just paying this, but I'm actively searching for the the Robbie Anderson owner because that's the kind of faith I had. And he played he played my flex spot the rest of the season. Um so I haven't forgotten what Robbie Anderson's done. He's gotten away from the Jets. Sam Darnold's gotten away from the Jets. I'm just going to call it a trend. You know, good things are going to happen with these guys. Now, his fantasy pros right now, wide receiver rank is 33. I think that's a little low, honestly. Um, I think we could see that creep up as the season gets closer. Uh, but if it doesn't, that's a great value. And as a wide receiver three flex play, Um you know, a guy that we know, again, has weekly upside into that top five, top six range. Uh, I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye on Robbie Anderson this year. Redraft mostly. I'm not really looking at him in Dynasty. He is getting a little up there. Um, it is his second year on the team. You know, I don't know how long he is for Carolina, uh, especially with, you know, their third wide receiver. And I'll quickly touch on Terrence Marshall, who they drafted this year. 
Um, struggled with some injury stuff in college, but there, there's a lot to like there. So keep an eye on him. He's not a, a person I think is going to be big his rookie season, but he'll have some. I think he could have some splash plays, and we may end up seeing a lot that we like out of this Carolina team this year. So offensively. So before we move on to the defense, we're going to let you guys hear a little word from the sponsors. What's good, IDP Army? It's Jordan Reigns, and quickly I want to tell you guys today about the big project I've been working on, the Ultimate IDP Index. The Ultimate IDP Index is the number one resource for IDP fantasy football players, rookies or veterans for 2021. Inside, you're going to find contract information, tiered IDP rankings, detailed player production profiles going back to 2017, suggested trade values, and a whole lot more, including unique write-ups, unique videos that will only be available within the Ultimate IDP Index. But to me, probably the most valuable thing is the fact that the trade value estimation tool is going to be updated weekly. So you'll always be aware of what a player is worth in your Dynasty League at any given moment. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for the IDP Army Patreon today. Patreon.com forward slash the IDP Army. Join the Black Ops tier and join the IDP Army today. We're back. Um, yeah, if you sign up for the Patreon, if you guys are on the YouTube, you will see we got some fresh drip. We got merch coming. Um, right now, that's only going to be available uh, limited supply for the Patreon folks. So if you're on the Patreon, if you're interested in uh, some merch, DM me. Uh, I'll have more information on that out soon. Eventually, this will be on the website. and Everyone will have access to it. But right now, I'm just going to put it out for Patreon members. Uh, I've only got a few. You know, like I said, a limited supply. We'll put them out. I mean, these are nice, though. I mean, I love this thing. So, um Y'all need to get in on this. Appreciate that. And also other sponsors, you know, obviously shout out to us because we uh, we are the IDP index. But uh, if you click down, if you're on YouTube or if you are listening to a podcast platform, check out Underdog. OK, that's that's for twenty five bucks. You, you deposit money on Underdog. They're going to give you free money. They're going to give you twenty five bucks. You can play in their tournament, which is the best ball tournament, which is basically you just do a draft for twenty five bucks. They're going to give you. And this time next year, you could be a millionaire. All right. It's 25 bucks. You know, I mean, you spend that on a T-shirt, you know, you spend that on, you know, taking yourself out and, you know, and getting ice cream afterwards. I mean, it happens. We've all been there. All right. You get an extra large pizza. You know, I mean, things happen. That, that's not even a drink for you and your boys going out for a minute, you know, get, getting around. So go on underdog, do a draft with real money, have a chance to be a millionaire next year. All right. I've done a bunch. I want to be a millionaire. I don't know about you. I do click the link down there, get in on that shit. Um, and if you win, make sure you support the IDP Army forever. You already know. All right, Christian McCaffrey, 101, all formats, everything. I really don't even know what to say about the guy. I mean, he gets otherworldly pass game usage. He's actually like an otherworldly talent. Um, he's just a great dynamic running back. The one thing I will say is he is getting worked a lot. Um, we saw that end up with him being pulled out of games last year and Mike Davis taking over. So not saying it's an injury concern, but he isn't he hasn't not been injured. OK, like he's been injured now. He missed a huge part of last season. I don't know if that's because he gets all the touches and he plays 98 percent of the snaps. I don't know that. Could it be? Maybe. Maybe it is. 
So my point being here is for all the people out there hyping up Tony Pollard and hyping up, you know, Elijah Mitchell and, you know, these people that literally can't wait to tell you how amazing, you know, Alexander Madison is, which newsflash, he's not that great. Um, these people are being really quiet about Chuba Hubert, uh, Hubbard, Hubert. I don't even know how to say the guy's last name. I just want to remind you that it, had he come out two years ago, he would have been a first round rookie draft pick in all of your rookie and your dynasty leagues, all of your rookie dynasty leagues. He came off like a 2000 yard season. I mean, he would have been drafted up there with your JK Dobbins, with your Jonathan Taylor's, with your Clyde Edwards O'Leary's. He went back to school, had a crappy year, dropped a zillion rounds and ended up behind Christian McCaffrey. So he's dead. Nobody wants to talk about him. Okay. I'm here to tell you that Mike Davis won a lot of people fantasy championships last year. And I'm not saying that Chuba is going to do that for you. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that Christian McCaffrey is a human being who was hurt last year. Chuba Hubbard is a player that has seen his stock fall a lot based on some college play. But we've seen with running backs, all that matters is volume. All that matters is situation. Mike Davis, okay, not that great. Was amazing for fantasy last year. So if, if Christian McCaffrey can't handle the workload they give him, which I'm not saying he can't. Chuba needs to be getting a little bit more love. So uh, keep an eye on him. You know, if you've got deep rosters, you know, he's a guy that I think you should keep an Just keep an eye on him. All right. Just do me a favor. Keep an eye on him. Do yourself a favor. Keep an eye on him. All right. Let's talk about this defense and we'll get y'all the hell out of here. Um, all right, let's make the main thing the main thing. The linebackers on this team, kind of a weird situation. I had Jeremy Chin playing a lot of linebacker last year. Apparently, that's not going to be the case this year. Um, he's going to be playing more of the traditional uh, safety role. They did bring in Denzel Perryman from the Chargers. Two years ago, he was eh, okay. Three years ago, he was eh, okay. Like, you could play him as a flex linebacker in IDP. I'm not excited about what we have here, but he could be a volume play, just like every linebacker. Shaq Thompson. Athletic has been paid, has not put up the prolific numbers you want to see from your linebackers in IDP. I uh, thought last year he could. You know, it was the first year without Luke Keekley. Maybe he would get a little bit bigger of that, uh, that tackle pie and maybe be a little bit more disruptive. Was disappointed. Um, don't have him ranked overly high right now in the Ultimate IDP Index. He is actually he's uh, in the Tier 5, which I still have studs because he did get paid. The team is invested in him, so he will be out there this year. Um, let's go ahead and talk about the safeties. Um, you know, Jeremy Chen is the guy you really want. Uh, J- Justin Burris could be okay. You know, uh, we've had, we've seen both safeties there be useful before with Eric Reed two years ago and Trey Boston. So, you know, these safeties will be useful, but the guy you really want, the playmaker, the dynamic playmaker on this team, the more versatile safety, in my opinion, is going to be Jeremy Chen. Um, he was comp to Isaiah Simmons last year coming out of uh, SIU. Uh, go Salukis. Um, and you, uh, yeah, I mean, you just saw him come into the league and just do some crazy things. I mean, he had back to back plays with touchdowns, which is insane. It was like an NFL record, never happened to a rookie before. Uh, that's one more touchdown than Jalen Rager had. He's a defensive player, um, my man, Jeremy Chin. So show some love there. He's just an athletic freak. I'm not saying he's going to keep ascending, but I'm saying the baseline that he's shown um, is that of an, an, a truly elite player. So, um, Next on this list, sorry guys, I hear my son yelling at me. I don't really know what is going on with him. I guess I'm about to find out because here he comes.
All right, I'm back. Sorry about that. He wanted popcorn. Can't blame him. I'm a big popcorn fan myself. All right, let's talk about these edge rushers because these are actually really interesting players. All right. Um, for the IDP community, you've got a defi- decisive player. That's Hassan Reddick. Um, here's my Hassan Reddick spiel for you. Okay. The reason your favorite IDP analyst does not like Hassan Reddick is the same reason your favorite IDP analyst did not like Shaq Barrett two years ago after he did it because they didn't see it coming. Okay. So they need to see more. Okay. So what does that mean? That means they're totally fine going two years without his production on their team, which means they're fine losing. In my opinion, um, when a guy shows he's capable of doing something, you can give, save me the PFF grades and the cleanup sacks, blah, blah, blah. Look beyond that. Hassan Reddick has played off ball linebacker. He has a nose for the ball. His tackle floor is insane for a guy who's going to get edge rushing capability. Okay. Versatility. Let's say he does suck as the outside linebacker or the linebacker there, and they do play Uter Gross Matos. Okay. Perriman's not a great linebacker. Suddenly you're looking at a DL. There's just so many ways this can break where Hassan Reddick is going to be good. And there's only a, there's a lot less ways it breaks where Hassan Reddick is not good. Okay, and good here being good for IDP fantasy football. I'm not saying that he's an elite pass rusher in the NFL. I'm not saying that he is, you know, but he he can take advantage of matchups, which is what good players do. You know, when they can win, they win dominantly. We've seen Hassan Reddick win dominantly. So I'm in on Hassan Reddick. Like I said, there's a lot of people out there that want to see it again. Okay, well, they wanted to see Shaq Barrett again, too. So. They're in on Shaq Barrett now. If you were riding with us, at least last year I was telling you get Shaq Barrett on your team. Still put up a top 12 finish. He didn't get 20 sacks. Hell no, he didn't get 20 sacks. Of course not. Um, no one said he would. Brian Burns. Here's another player you're going to love. Another high tackle floor player. Brian Burns is actually one of the better pass rushers in the league. Just like actually, like, you know, for all the people that are very into how actually good he is at football. Um, he's an ascending talent at pass rusher the likes of which is only really rivaled by a couple of guys. We actually have a really good crop of young linebackers in the league, technically proficient um, guys that have a lot of different moves. Uh, Brian Burns, Nick Bosa, Montez Sweat, Chase Young, all those guys come to mind. But Brian Burns is a guy that a lot of people that study defensive line play say is very polished. They say that he has – I've heard people say he has defensive player of the year upside this year playing next to across from Hassan Reddick with with, uh, Derek Brown on this team. Um, That's a lot of upside. That's high upside, Uh, but he is, he's good. I mean, he's unlike the spiel I just had to give about Hassan Reddick. Nobody's going to argue with you that Brian Burns is good. Okay. I'm just going to let you know that the fantasy points that they score, the difference between that for IDP purposes is probably going to be I would say plus minus 25 points um, within each other. So one's going to be a lot cheaper to access in your drafts and trades than the other. That's Hassan Reddick, but both are good. Um, Brian Burns is actually good. So there's that. Derek, um, quickly, want to before we get out of here, Derek Brown, they drafted him last year. They, we obviously this year, the D tackle class was not anywhere near like it was last year. We didn't have anyone go very high. Uh, Derek Brown was very good last year, though. Um, you know, as, as a first-year player with a first-year coach on a very young defense, there's just 
there's so much upside on this Panthers defense. Um, and that's another reason circling full circle back to Sam Darnold, why Sam Darnold's situation is not necessarily what it appears to be. You have to take everything you think you know about Sam Darnold and just throw it away because everything is completely different. So that's uh, that's all she wrote, I guess. No, uh, sorry, J.C. Horn, quickly want to say, uh, plus 1,600 defensive player of the year odds. Um, that's pretty good. Um, we've seen the, you know, it usually goes to an edge rusher or a linebacker more often than not. Uh, you have to get a lot of interceptions, really, to get considered as, as a corner. I think the last guy to do it was Marshawn Lattimore for the Saints. Um, but you really need to do two things. You need to move your defense from a bad defense to a good defense. Marshawn Lattimore, if you remember the year before he got there, the Saints defense sucked. The second year, I think he led – when he got there his rookie year, I think he led the NFL in picks with five picks. Since then, he's kind of fallen off. But he won Defensive Player of the Year that year because of that performance, because that defense completely elevated, and he led the league in interceptions. J.C. Horn has, has got those abilities – um, and this is a team that is kind of viewed like in that area, like I said, where they can still ascend. They're also in a great division for high equity games, people having eyes on them because they're going to play the Saints. That, and they always get a lot of primetime games. And they got Tom Brady. So if J.C. Horn manages to pick off Tom Brady a couple times, gets to play him twice. And Tom Brady throws interceptions. Not a lot, but it happens. If that happens, you know, and if this team and this defense manages to – even if they can just put together like nine wins, 10 wins, that's double their wins from last year. That could be enough. So at plus 1600 odds, you know, for your betters out there as defensive player of the year, I really like him a lot. I like Jamin Davis a lot too, but he still has some veterans there as the linebacker position. His odds are um, plus 800 or something like that. So I'm not as bullish on him because odds aren't as good. And there are guys behind him and that defense is already really good. So we can't really like take that next step. But the situation J.C. Horn is in, if you're better, I like him at plus 1,600 Defensive Player of the Year odds. Um, Team MVP, obviously Christian McCaffrey, defensive MVP. uh, I'm going to say Brian Burns. He takes that next step. We could be talking about him with the guys like the Daniel Hunters, with the Nick Bosas, and all that. So, IDP Army, woo! That was a fun one. A little more fun than I thought it would be. Uh, Sorry about, you know, the little interruption with the popcorn, but that's life. You already know what it is. If you're on YouTube, subscribe. Don't be a dick. Subscribe, okay? If you are listening on the podcast, um, thanks. Appreciate it. Leave us a review. Go to uh, iTunes or Apple or what the hell ever. Uh, that would be great. Tell a friend. You know, tell you know if you think we suck, tell a friend. We can sabotage them. If you think we're great, tell a friend. We can elevate your league's level of play. All right? IDP Army, I love you all. I'll be back with, I think the next team is the Cincinnati Bengals or the Chicago Bears. I'm not really sure exactly how that works alphabetically, but you will find out soon. So, all right, I'm out of here. Let the rain hit the sand, build a house on a rock, got a plan, gotta get stock, keep them bands, hear the clock tick, blades on the fan, used to be mundane on a Monday, now you have fun day on a Sunday, cause you switching it up, and you living it up, you ain't getting enough.